0: Welcome to Photo Mission Focus Discussing Photography, a podcast all about the things that we love about photography. This is Focus on Rotation, where I have different hosts joining me at the desk as we share and learn each week. Come and enjoy this week's episode with us. Welcome to Photo Mission Focus Discussing Photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. On this episode of Focus, I'm flying solo. On this episode of Focus, I wanted to talk about, and it's timely because coming up on the weekend we have a photo marathon within the Canon Collective, and I want to talk about shooting briefs, so I thought we'd just use that as a subject today, it's kind of timely with the photo marathon happening, but just a general good subject to get your head around about when someone gives you a brief, so let's kind of break it down, so you know, a lot of people when they go out and shoot stuff for themselves, there's no particular thing they're looking for. They're just out and about looking for something interesting. When they see something interesting, they shoot it. But then if you, like I said, a little bit different when someone actually gives you a brief to shoot. So you have to actually physically go out and capture something that you've been told to capture. So sometimes, you know, when you're given a brief, there is room for interpretation. And sometimes there's no room for interpretation. It's very specific. Someone will say to you, I need you to get a particular shot of this person at an event. But the briefs that we're doing, which we're going to be talking about today, are pretty much like what I suppose a client could give you to say that they they're, they're gonna launch something new and they wanna um some photos to go with that launch. So they've got an idea and they wanna kinda of you to go out and create a photo that kind of fits that idea. So think about that. That it's the brief is about trying to capture something that encapsulates the brief and we'll go through some of the processes and things that you need to to think about. So like always with any photography, um, particularly stuff where you're shooting something like this, there's there's a number of factors which you have to kind of be aware of. So you want to try and look at with the image you're capturing that has some impact or a well factor or some mood to it. So that can be, you know, whether it's being a mood can be like if it's shot, um, you know, in low light, it can be moody and dark and that type of stuff. Or if it was shot high key, it could be light and airy. So again, it sets a mood. So that's one important thing to think about. The technique is another thing which is important to think about as well. So how you actually use the techniques you use to shoot the picture. Composition, that's always very, very important. I mean, obviously, quite often, sometimes if you, get a, you shoot a brief and you can get the brief, but if the composition's off, then it kind of is not as strong. So again, it's kind of a, a combination of things getting them right storytelling so sometimes within a within a brief there's a story to tell so you can obviously explore that as well think about how maybe you can you know have elements in there which tell a bit of the story about the whatever the brief is the other thing is trying to be original you know trying trying to shoot something that someone else has never shot before and and that is difficult but it's always a good thing to try and strive to do and some of the things I tell people look when they're shooting a brief sometimes people get too they overthink it they really think about it so much and the head goes on all different spaces and they think they're going to have to put all this information in there and all these bells and whistle, whistles. But sometimes the simple, the simple shots are more powerful and they tell a more powerful story. So sometimes when you see a shot and people will just look at it and go, oh, that's a really good shot. Oh, that's so simple. I could have shot that. But you didn't and that's the thing. But it's trying to think outside the square. Most people, like I said, will try and start to overthink it and I always say to people, pull yourself back, slow it down, Think about it differently. That you're not going to want to, you know, make this more complex than you need to. And some of the things that you can start thinking about about kind of overthinking it is is by having too many elements in there. So if you start asking yourself what elements, if if you've got a bunch, so you put a picture together and you look at it, look at that picture and just see if there's anything you could take away from that photo, but it still would remain true to the brief then it probably shouldn't be there to start with. So that's the thing, you know, look at the picture, look at the elements that are in there, look at where how you've framed it, or how you've, you know, the composition. And sometimes, like I said, it's just sometimes, you know, changing the angle and, and that'll affect composition by, you know, maybe shooting overhead or, you know, shooting from a lower angle or, or, or whatever it is to try and capture whatever the brief is. So let's, again, you know, we've got a photo marathon coming up with the Canon Collective, so I thought, you know, giving some people some information about briefs and trying to understand briefs is is always an important one because, like I said, a lot of people miss the brief. I see this time and time again. Many different camera clubs and many different, you know, organisations run a photo competition and they'll have a theme. So there'll be a theme and people will just submit pictures that sometimes that they love, or, you know, that they've taken, but don't really fit, don't. Don't kind of fit the theme, and that's and then they wonder why oh why my, why my picture didn't get you know picked because you know if the theme was winter it's got to say something about cold and you know grey days and those type of things you know it can't be kind of bright and airy and sun sunny that conveys a completely different message and I think that's what happens people sometimes you know need to pull it back think about it think about simplifying the the picture and I think look it's always Sometimes if you can tell a story with a picture using the least amount of components, it makes it more powerful. So sometimes you see a really simple picture, but it's a really powerful message. Sometimes you see some really cleverly crafted pictures like that where people have you know gone to a great deal to understand what it is to make a great picture, and they've really stretched themselves to get a, a picture which really is powerful but really simple at the same time. And it's not living not leaving the viewer of any kind of misconceptions about what it's about. And I think that's the important thing. When you're shooting a picture and to a brief, when you show it to someone, that, that should be the hero of the shot. That should be what's standing out. That should be what's hitting you in the face saying, yep, this brief is X, Y, Z. And I think that's the way people do kind of you know come unstuck sometimes that they want to try and overdress it. And they want to try and, I suppose, show off some of their skills as a photographer, that's fantastic, but not every not everything that when it's done to a brief calls for people to show off all their skills in one shot. You know, there's opportunities always within all types of shots and compositions and things to show off your different skills that you have, but sometimes you know those skills aren't necessarily going to be valuable to every subject. So some subjects are going to need to be handled differently. So again, golden rule, I think, always when you're given a brief is take the brief on board, but then don't overthink it. Just think about, okay, so maybe we can use an example. The thing about it is I think whenever time you kind of approach a picture like that where you're going to shoot it, it might be something fairly mundane. It might be just something that is fairly basic. You know, sometimes people strive to take a very ordinary object and make it look extraordinary, and I quite often see this often in um, pictures of things like you know wild um, fungi. You know, people walk past fungi on a, on, a, on a path. They don't even take, they don't even give it a second glance. They just walk past and sometimes trample it down or whatever. But they don't even think about it. And there's photographers that will get down there and and see the those fungi and put some lights around it and use like a macro lens so the the fungi now is the hero of the shot. So it's filling the frame. But then, when it's lit in a particular way, it takes on a whole new world, so everything around it looks can look magical and again, it's just thinking about how you can look at something ordinary and make it look extraordinary and that's what makes a good you know that's what wins wins something for brief so if you can take something that's a very um ordinary object and then make it look fantastic by either creative lighting creative posing, um, using different, you know, techniques to capture it. It might be using, you know, lights with gels on them and having different lights and popping different kind of highlights here and there because you've got different lights set up. All these things can make, like I said, a a simple picture look extraordinary. You see a lot of pictures of different things, like different objects. And then every now and then you come across and you do find a picture that someone's taken of an object. And it stops people and they go, Wow, that's that looks so cool. And again, it's just like I think every object and everything out there, it's possible to create an amazing picture of anything. So it doesn't matter what, what the brief is, you can find a way to make it look really good. Like again by just kinda having some different ideas, changing maybe the way you're looking at it, and like I said, or maybe the way you light it. Even even changing something to monochrome is can be a game changer when it comes to um saying something about a brief you know if if it was the brief was you know you, you needed to get something something from the past anything from the past so you might you might find you go to a into a space where there's some old tools or something and you you can photograph those tools and you know, things that maybe were used by a, a bootmaker in you know in the past putting heels on on boots and stuff like that nailing them together and you can shoot it in color and that type of stuff, but but sometimes like just shooting that same thing in black and white or monochrome can actually immediately tell the viewer this is something old. So like the the the, color, the monochrome is the first cue they're seeing. Um, oh this is a this is an old an old photo or oh, it's an old object. So we kind of associate sometimes things like monochrome with older things. And same as like sepia. So these days you can take a a digital picture and you can add like a sepia filter to it. And again, it makes the picture look older than it is. It could have been taken five minutes ago, but you can make it look, you know, incredibly old. So these are, like I said, just things to think about if you're trying to shoot a brief and you're trying to make that brief shine, you're trying to bring something out in that brief that is extraordinary. Like, so again, you know you've gotta think about those key points about when you're when you're shooting a picture about what you need to have in the picture like i mean and ha- what makes a strong picture so those key points really are impact wow or mood, so you need to have some type of you need to either have an, something that stops people and you know they look at that wow, look at that or they feel the mood of it because of of the the way it's lit that type of thing. The techniques that you use, you know, whether it's shot using panning or using another technique of of photography, slow shutter to emphasise movement or something like that, which help, you know, which you you figured would help tell a bit about the brief and composition. You know, where where are the key subjects, how they're sitting in the frame, where they are in the frame, that's really important. The subject itself. So, um, I mean, the subject should most times I think be front and centre, but sometimes you might not maybe even display the whole subject, you might be able to just leave enough, put enough of the subject in the frame for people to fill in the gaps. And sometimes that, I think that sometimes makes an interesting photo is when people have to kind of use some of their imagination to build the rest of the image. I think that's always a, you know, some photographers do it very, very cleverly where they actually don't give the viewer the whole picture, but when the viewer sees it, they visualize all the parts that are missing. And and that's a really cool technique to use if you can kind of pull it off. Remember the storytelling part. So, you know, most images need to tell the story and, and sometimes people struggle to work out, they well, look at a picture and they they work out what, trying to work out what the story is. If we were to take a simple picture of a glass, and this is a glass that you'd take a drink out of, with water or juice or something else, and you took a picture of that glass, so how how does that tell a story? You think about, oh, well, it's just a glass. Well, think about it this way. It might be where you place that glass that will help tell its story. You know, if that glass belonged to an older person, you might place it where there's other objects around it to suggest that the environment it is, is maybe an older person lives there. And you think, and then, you know, the glass can start to take on a bit of a life of its own, because you can start to think about, well, I wonder how long they've had that glass. And again, it might be the type of glass that, too i mean the glass might have some wear marks on it you know it's been used quite a bit been handled quite a bit you see glasses sometimes if they've got raised up bits they can see they've you know been when they've been washed and clunked against other things they've kind of got bits scratched up and they look a little bit old so they can start to say well it's an old glass and this person may have owned this for a long time so you start to think about how many times this person has used this glass to to take a drink of water or maybe they take use it to take some medication, you know, so the glass is actually there is a story there that the glass is a useful thing it's something that someone's has used because you can see that wear and tear, so that's a part of its story so sometimes these things are not super obvious, so newer people coming into photography sometimes can't they don't see all these things immediately, they see a photograph and they just see they like the colors or they like something something else, but they haven't really started to really i suppose understand imagery and what it can mean and how it actually plays on people's emotions so the other you know thing which you really and this is always a good thing to kind of and this is probably one of the harder things to do and that's to have innovation uh, originality so again trying to create something that's innovated, that's something that you know people haven't seen before sometimes is something like i said it's it's a challenge originality so we might have seen we might have seen hundreds of pictures of glasses sitting on a bench or sitting on a sitting on a um on a on a tabletop or whatever. But you know, may, maybe if you posed the glass or had the glass a different way. So think think about this how if you wanted to take a picture of a glass but you wanted to make it a little bit more original, you know, if you had a person's hand opened out flat and they had the glass sitting on the hand And you took the picture of the glass, and you're not seeing the person, but you're seeing there's a human hand there. Again, that's not a picture that you kind of see all the time. You might see a picture of someone holding a glass. That's fairly common. But you imagine an open, flat hand, and it's lying kind of on the horizon, and the glass is sitting on top. So the hand's just like a shelf supporting the glass. So you're thinking about now presenting that glass in a different way. So is that original? Has someone not shot that? Yes, probably people have shot that. Is it shot regularly like that? Probably not. Most people, if they took a picture of someone said, I'll take a picture of a person with a glass, they're going to either go have the glass beside them, they're going to have them holding the glass. But not you imagine, like I said, if you change the way the glass was presented, like I said, it was put in a different way. That's some of the originality. That's some of the, you're adding something new to a photograph of a glass, which is again it's it's a challenge to bring something new to something that maybe been photographed uh, millions of times and trying to make a new photograph and a photograph that people would stop and look at that and think, "Wow, that's really cool like or that's I just like yeah, I just like that picture it's a picture- only it's a picture of a glass that's on someone's hand, but I just something about it I like about it and again, these are things about when you're shooting a brief sometimes it's just a matter of finding that little finding that little thing that's different or finding a way to present something that maybe people haven't really seen before so there might be a whole lot of people who've never seen someone hold a glass like that because it's not it's not a normal way you'd hold a glass normally you know you'd hold it you'd cup it in your hand so your hand would wrap around the glass that's a normal way people would hold a glass so i think it's kind of like again it's trying to think outside the square but not overthink it so there's a difference to thinking outside the square and overthinking it so and again, I go back to the thing where you know a lot of people. Have been talking to um over the last week or two with the coming up to this photo Marathon that I'm involved in, and we've been talking about briefs, and they've been talking about the advice that they've been given earlier. When I've always banged on about talking about don't overthink it, keep it simple, make make the make the whatever the the brief is, make that the hero of the shot. These type of things, people. Are starting to kind of they look at and and learn and then they start to work out how they can use those elements in in their photography particularly shooting a brief so one of the I suppose cool things about shooting a brief is is when you actually nail the brief and you get the shot perfect and then you give it to the person whether it be for a competition or whether it be a brief that you've shot for a you know some you're shooting something for a local restaurant or you're shooting something for a local business and they ask for something and you give it to them and they go wow that's exactly what I was that's exactly what I wanted that's a really cool feeling when you nail it when you actually know that you've got it 100% right great feeling and that's what brings people back to photography quite often is that feeling of being able to get that shot that's unique that causes some type of reaction i mean that, and that's what you know every time you take a photograph most people are probably quietly inside hoping that somehow that photograph will connect with somebody someone will look at that photograph and they'll actually take away something from that photograph so and again that's the power of photography that we can use as an art form we can use photography to evoke an emotion in people so basically when someone sees something you know we as photographers we've got that we've got the, the skill or the power to be able to target people's heartstrings. And you'll see sometimes like some photos are set up deliberately where, you know, if you're trying to, you know, say you're putting up a dog and you're trying to find a home for a dog, you might have the poor dog sitting there looking looking, looking a little bit lost or sad or whatever, thinking, oh, look at that little dog, he needs a home. Again, people can use photography sometimes in very skillful photographers will know how to, post something and how to nail a brief so when the person who looks at the brief instantly gets it, instantly understands what it is that um, the photographer is trying to say. So again, like I said, shooting briefs is a really cool way to expand your photography. And as an exercise, you could almost like ask a friend who's even a non-photographer to give you a list of five things to shoot. Ask them to say, can you give me a list of things you'd like me to shoot just to practice shooting briefs because like I said if you can practice shooting briefs it can really build yourself especially the way you see how you see the world through the lens you know the more things that you can kind of think about with your camera and, and how you um, create with your camera helps you at all levels with photography and like I said it's a simple exercise just get a friend say hey I want you to, to set me a challenge I want you to give me five come up with five different objects or five different um, briefs that you you'd like me to shoot and you know those type of things good to think about how you might when that person gives you a list and some of the things might be quite difficult if someone had a brief and they you know said show me your thoughts that's that's a probably a quite a hard brief to photograph because how do you get photograph inside someone's head like how do you get see their thoughts so you've got to have to think about how you might create a picture to convey the message that you're actually photographing a person and the brief is is show me your thoughts and again there's people out there who will start thinking about that going okay how could I make a picture about show me your thoughts and how you might start what elements you might need to put in there and how you might create that And so again you see people quite often come up with these fantastic ideas um, for f- uh, for images. They just kind of, some people could just hit it out the park. They just instantly kind of can make it make it happen. They, can, they visualize it and then they can go off and actually create it. But it takes time, it takes skill, and it takes practice. And all these things, like I said, it's great to practice. Things like I said, shooting briefs is different to just your everyday taking a camera out, just roaming around, Seeing something you think is interesting and snapping it, that's fantastic. But, again, if you want to build your skill level up or if you want to move into an area where you want to be able to commercialise your photography and you want to be able to make some money out of it, you're going to need to be able to shoot to a brief. and, And it's funny because a lot of the people who shoot stock images, the stock image libraries will put out every couple of weeks, they'll put out lists of things that people are looking for. So... Clients are searching for, you know, and it can become topical or seasonal times like when something, and look, you know, when things, when new new things happen or new trends happen, they're kind of topical quite often. So people sometimes are trying to weave that into a campaign that they're doing and they want to convey it through um, an image and it might be, they might have a product that kind of fits in that, that services that, that particular um, need or that particular want that people are having at the time. And it's coming up with an image that you know, when someone else looks at it, it makes them connect the dots. And, and like I said, it, it it happens. So you see this all the time with the commercial stock libraries putting out to so the people who shoot for them. They'll you know, put out a regular email um, asking for can you know can we got we got we know there's a need for these particular types of shots to give people an opportunity to go out and shoot stuff that's that's kind of people are, are wanting. And again, it's like I said, it's um being able to understand a brief and able to deliver something that fits that brief. And again, if it's you know, if the brief is glass, you just simply take the picture of the glass on the table, you know, with a kind of boring background nothing much happening, you know, it, it, it mightn't be as interesting. But if you had the glass and maybe you're pouring a bottle of water into the glass and you're using like a high shutter speed to freeze the water's going in and splashing upside to freeze that. So glass is now, the glass has a purpose. The glass is a vessel that you drink something from. So there's nothing wrong with, say, adding something to the glass to demonstrate what its use is. So again, it's kind of telling a bit of that story of that glass. Okay, someone's pouring themselves a drink. That's what glasses are useful for, for putting, you know, putting liquids into. So again, it's just about thinking outside the square. It's about thinking about, how you can come up with these different ideas to put into a brief and to make something interesting. So again, don't overthink it. Make the whatever the brief is, that should be the hero of the shot. If something's not needed, don't have it in there. I mean, you've got you've got control. You're pushing the the shutter on the camera. So you're pointing the camera at something and you're taking the picture. So all those elements that are in that frame, you, you can you've got some control over that. You don't always have control over it in different environments. Yes, I admit that sometimes there's different things happening where you, where you can't control all the environments, but if it's something that you can control, you control what's in there, then that's where you should be jumping in and working out what's necessary and what's not necessary. So you don't put something in there you don't really need. Anyway, I hope this has got you thinking about shooting briefs and maybe like I said, taking a challenge, getting like a friend or somebody to set you some challenges, like set you five shots to take. Or if you're listening to this before the weekend, you and you're in Australia, you might want to jump onto the Canon Collective and and join in and shoot the twelve briefs that I've set. So I've got twelve briefs there all locked and loaded, ready, to to release on um on the Friday evening, so people will will start thinking about those briefs. And some of those briefs will get people really thinking as well, which is great. Some of them people will be kind of, yep, I know what to do. Other people will need a little bit of time to kind of to think it over and how they can actually achieve those briefs. So again, it's a really well worthwhile exercise to really stretch yourself as a photographer to really make get you thinking, like really get you thinking about images and, and what's good and what's not so good. And again, like sometimes, you know, I always think sometimes, you know, the old adage of, you know, the less is more is sometimes so true in some briefs. Some, you know, sometimes, you know, the less you have in there, the stronger it can be and the better it can look. Until next time, this has been Steve Finkel for Photo Mission Focus Discussing Photography. Have some fun. See ya. all for this episode this week thanks for listening if you enjoyed the show please leave us a comment and don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcast app and social media sites remember photography is a pursuit where there's always something new to learn safe and happy shooting everyone